Hello. Welcome back, Andrew and Kevin. Hi. Thank you. Thank we you for holding holding yeah. down the fort. Yeah, we let you back into the fort this week. Oh, welcome, what a welcome what back. a fucking week. Yeah, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Do you wish you had stayed away longer? Ah. Uh, hmm. No, I don't necessarily. Or do I? Here's what I will just <laughs> fully admit to the listeners is uh, we're recording this on the quote unquote holiday, the scare quote holiday weekend. Fuck this country. Um, but uh, I just straight up pretended this recording session wasn't happening for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, both Honey and Kevin are in the virtual studio significantly earlier than they want to be and i am so sorry (laughs) it's not even that much earlier it's just something happens something happens like before 11 a.m on sundays yeah church yeah (laughs) church uh yeah certain um certain brunches but usually only very christian brunches oh no we lost you toddy you're back though you Great. only went robot for just a second. Uh, something about a joke about churches and brunches. I just said Christian brunches. It, it's not worth going back for. Nice. All right. <laughs> no, I mean it's on your end. I'll just react. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, oh, we. Uh, is it going to be weird if we just go? No, we'll just go. Um, it's great. It's not going to be weird. And you know what? What's really not going to be weird? It's not going to be weird if we say this is the podcast. Yo, is this racist? It's not going to be weird <laughs> if I say I'm Tawny Newsom. That's Andrew T. Our producer, Kevin Bartelt. And it's also not going to be weird if we say, hey, uh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go check it out. It's a departure from format. Um, I talked yeah. all about abortion access uh in a post row world but really so spoiler alert this was abortion access issues in a pre during row world uh with my guests lux alptrom rachel lorenzo and guest host tracy thomas check that out and now i'm just gonna keep it rolling uh let's get this out of the way up top we got some tour dates coming up and we want to see y'all's faces because I don't want to be sweating through a bunch of delayed shitty delta flights and then get to empty uh, venues so yeah Everybody come to these dates. July 16th in Boston. That's Boston, America. Go there. Uh, (laughs) July 30th in Minneapolis. Uh, Those are the two big ones coming up. After that, we got Austin, Texas, USA happening on August 20th. That's Austin in August. And then even in September, we're going to be in Brooklyn, September 10th at the Bell House. You guys get tickets at suboptimalpods.com. That's our subscription website. But most importantly, that's where you can just be be with us. You can get yeah. tickets. You can subscribe to premium content that's not about racism. I did all the promo up top. It's very early. I'm going to finish my a, coffee while you talk. <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, you're also allowed to take a breath. No, no, no. I had to get it out or else it oh wouldn't happen. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, please do that. We would love to. Uh, also, for Boston, we have confirmed uh, if you've enjoyed hearing Z Chun talk, he is going to already be in Boston, so he's our he's our guest. Hell yeah! Uh, very excited to hang out with Z in uh, his native land. Oh, I didn't know Boston. Z was from there. He's from and Boston. You know what you I know like that? about this is that um, oh, yeah. so if you haven't been to one of our live shows, it's been a minute. It's kind of a hybrid between Yo's This Racist and Yo Can We Live. 
it's kind yeah. of a mashup because we do a lot of shooting the shit. So yeah. I'm excited for the Andrew Z Hollywood Shop Talk comedy hour. That's gonna There's happen. Hollywood Shop Talk. I guess I'll I'll promise. Can I eat a full lobster on stage? I guess Why we'll find out. Would oh, wow. we? I guess we'll. Why? I guess we'll find out. You Why know, a full that's, one. That's true. Maybe I'll have a Dunkin' Donut. What else do people do? A Dunkin Boston Donuts are baked everywhere. Bean. What? What? I'll have an iced coffee from Dunkin' Donut. I think well, you have to gotten... do both or neither. Yeah. I'll have a lobster donut from nowhere. God, you just picked, somewhere. You picked the toughest, the, the thing hardest to access, the, the hardest to access food to eat on a stage. You don't know my skills. That's true. Uh... I just think I'm pretty sure I could do it. Anyway, uh, please come see us in Boston. It's going to be gross. <laughs> <laughs> we can't promise much, but we could promise it'll be gross somehow. Yep. Um, Andrew and Z are going to talk Hollywood Shop Talk. Andrew's going to uh, do his Andrew Hates stand-up segment that oh, I yeah. p- created and pitched and I'm forcing him to do. I got to think about this. This is going to be we're great. In, also, We're going to take listener questions, so if you've always wanted to call in, but you wish you could have you could get more attention for it. <laughs> Stand up in the audience and ask your question. You know, you can tell we have like the best audience because we opened the floor to questions. I guess not broadly the floor to questions. We, we curated a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like considering that Q&A is literally the single worst format for an audience on the planet Earth. Yeah. It's never been bad. No, everybody's good. People are funny. They're well-behaved. Yeah. It's they're well-behaved. They don't have an axe to grind. And if I they mean, they do... Have, they have the same axe to grind as we do, I guess. Yeah, and nice that's thing. fun. That's a fun yeah. axe. Yeah. Um, the, fu- the funnest axe. Racism. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were trying to talk about, think about what we had to say about the state of the world. Uh, and... Even though, I mean, part of it is like we do tend to stay away from things that we consider to be politics, uh, largely because we don't know what we're talking about. Um, however, I will just say, as we were talking, I was like saying confidently before we started rolling that I could somehow link this to the show. I can't wait. Um, I believe in Well, you. which is that like we, well, two things. One is, we don't know anything about politics, but it has become increasingly clear that even the people that, quote, know about politics, end quote, also don't know what the fuck they're talking about or doing. Mm. And also, I mean, part, part of why we do talk about other topics that aren't you know, necessarily exactly directly affecting us um, is that it's all part and parcel. Um, you know, you don't see you don't see um, the the. Christian fascists saying like, oh, like we can't, we can't hate two kinds of people because we only, you know, they, they're capable of spreading their hate wide. And I think it's sort of just as important to as much as you can without like taking a a thing to yourself. um, You know, we have to protect everyone. So like, for instance, as we're recording the New York times today, post uh, printed a fucking a uh, horrifying op-ed that just sort of drew an equivalency between um, uh, ending the access to safe abortions for people 
Uh, and people on the left quote saying things like people with uteruses as opposed to quote women um, because and and saying those two are equivalent and and it's basically just like sort of transphobia uh, increasingly being mainstreamed and uh, no one here is trans uh, however it's just very clear that trans folks are um it, it's I would say it's becoming more mainstream and acceptable to be openly bigoted against trans folks. Um, right. And to blame the more inclusive tactics of just like making your language more inclusive to help marginalized people, blaming that for uh, things yeah. that go wrong, which is I, I can't even form thoughts around yeah. it. But it's like. What yeah. the fuck have trans people done to any of you? People just yeah. want to live. Yeah. They just want to live and it's be included really... in the conversation because whether you like it or not, trans men can get pregnant. I'm sorry if you don't like that, but yeah. it, it is it is factually true. So just fix your language so you don't sound like an idiot. And it doesn't make you, quote, less of a woman. Like, yeah. That, yeah, and plenty of cis women fact. can't get pregnant. So what are we yeah. even doing? Yeah. Well, we're... You know, we're we're grasping at straws to justify our bigotry is what this is. You know, like just I, sit I don't down know. and eat your bland potato salad, people. I, yeah. Oh, good lord! Speaking of, I had so much fucking potato salad. But that yesterday. was incredible potato salad. Jessica cool. Gao is a wizard. Jessica Gao is a is a is my is my guru. She's I, I'm a do, I'm never gonna have potato salad unless Jessica makes it. That was the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> It's not even her best version of it. <laughs> no. It, well, I, I haven't had a lot of potatoes in a while. I've been yeah. off nightshades, so this was kind of a, a rumspringa for me. I feel I feel not great myself. Um, sorry, that's a, neither here nor there, but we, we were at a, a cookout yesterday. Uh, part of the reason why this is particularly too early. It's all um, connected. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, and it's like the, like, essentially... Like it or not, we are living in a um, a Christian fascist apartheid state. We are a minority rule, or sorry, we are a majority ruled by a minority who are enacting laws against us. Who don't um, even reflect the popular opinion of the people. Yeah. Well, I mean, they actively, they know they don't, and this is apartheid. <laughs> what like, is there's it? There's no 60%? other way to... 60 yeah. or 80 percent of americans that are in favor of people choosing bodily autonomy when it comes to abortion and these dorks in robes yeah yeah i mean you know we're we're ruled by a violent racist homophobic misogynist minority other there are other things as well but this sort of just yeah the, i you can only list so many or maybe you can list more. Maybe I'm failing. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I, and I know, I mean, so I will also say this is, and we're just getting into the me, I don't know. I Thank you for letting me continue to soapbox on this shit. Um, and I know one thing I always say is like, well, you know, all you can do is protect people locally, which is, I do still ultimately think just, that that is the best use of uh, your whatever power you have. However, mm -hmm. this is also a week where the Supreme Court did away with like 
the ability of the EPA to regulate carbon, and that is not something you can do locally. Um, mm. Unfortunately, we still breathe the same air as these fucking racist fucks. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, there is a limit, um, but it's also like there is so little that you, an individual, or you, a community, can do about the fucking EPA. Like, mm. really? Like, I don't know. Sorry, I, I feel like I'm looking at Kevin, who is a specific, like, very good, like, at reducing his individual carbon footprint and things like that. But um, there's also just, like, a limit. Kevin's Kevin's coal-powered uh, uh, power plant <laughs> is still running, <laughs> and he refuses to shut it off. Kevin's coal. At full blast. <laughs> Full, yeah, Kevin runs yeah. his coal plant at full blast at all times. I have times. to use a lot more plugins just for my audio because it's so... Tawny and Andrew are very respectful. It's so much louder than yeah. you, the listener, are here. Yeah, you're recording from inside the coal plant. It's, coal plant. it's a strange choice. Um, Thomas, of- the train of the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, Andrew, that but- did make me very mad, though. I mean, I saw like AOC tweeting that like we're experiencing a judicial coup and that feels believable like with everything that scotus is doing right now and then like Mm -hmm. just taking away the epa's ability to regulate coal with like power plants that i believe is like the second highest emitter of carbon in the world the top being transportation and then just being like no now we're gonna now we're gonna regulate them the Mm -hmm. scary evil people instead of yeah (laughs) the environmental protection agency yeah i mean you can trust coal coal companies to care about the air (laughs) um look Mm -hmm. i mean ultimately it just boils down to like we are again being ruled by unjust laws um Mm -hmm. what's what's legal is not increasingly not going to be what's right um and I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what any of us really can do. I would encourage everyone to do more than what they are doing. And it sort of um, is is the start. Um, yeah. Uh, I will say, I mean, the, the little tiny victory, uh, this was already a, pro- a projected victory, but uh, Unisys Hernandez is now my city council member here in Los Angeles, Yay. which is... Um, huge and uh, outright police abolitionist on the city council um, is amazing. Um, also, just like yeah, it, it's it, but but that was also like sort of years in the making as well. And things like that in Los Angeles are just like hopefully a step. I mean, partially too. It's like as I turn inward a little bit, it's like. Los Angeles isn't even like a progressive city. If you watch what the LAPD is allowed to do, like it's not mm. close. So even getting our local government in line with what our values are purported to be um, would be a at least step in one direction that yeah. you can do something about. Also, though, fixing the major cities does so much for the actual like humanity of America, like. Uh, yeah. hum- not humanity as in there's the soul, but in terms of the populace, like, guess what? America actually lives in cities and like, there's no reason cities should be as fucking horrifying as they are. Um, and Andrew, you've talked a lot before about the importance of yes, local voting, but specifically for judges. And, um, mm. just wanted to point out that 
This week, there have been some small, tiny windows of good news stories of just judges in various states blocking some of the uh, abortion bans, even just for, you know, as much as 48 hours. Uh, Florida, I think, was one. Kentucky was one. Just so that people who were, you know, had appointments to get this life-saving care could follow through and not die. Yeah. But the, these judges are the people that, you know, these progressive-ish, I assume, judges, you know, that's where your vote can do yeah. some good because they it's were literally people possibly, just, you know, putting a bandaid yeah. on it to try and say like, Hey, there are people who need this care in the next, even if I can only block it for a week for 48 hours, they're saving yeah. some lives. It's really, I mean, and that's just where we're at. Uh, the other thing actually, Oh, here's how we can turn, bend all this back to uh, the nominal subject of our little radio program mm -hmm. is, um, and this has been said on Twitter plenty, but like, if you're comparing um, America right now to any version of, uh, I see it a lot of comparisons to Islam. I see a lot of comparisons to um, fictional um, things. I mean, uh, this is just uniquely American and it is not fictional and it is not um, anything other than sort of American Christian uh, beliefs in action. Mm -hmm. And like, don't, fucking stop applying your racist stereotypes of other countries and their view of, you know, what your view of how they treat women are. Cause like, guess what? <laughs> we're, we're, we've we're never top of the been list. good. Yeah. We're top of the list right now. Like there's plenty of, there's plenty of ways to describe um, the horrible fascist things that are happening in, you in American terms, because this is what America was built on and it's what America continues to be. Oh, motherfucker. Do we have anything light? Uh, <laughs> uh, Kataji Brown Jackson was, uh, you know, we got a, we got a black woman Supreme court justice. So I, I look forward to the dissents she's going to have to write. Yeah. It's sort of Imani Gandhi was talking about how she reads dissents first just to ground herself in some sort of reality before reading these trash ass majority opinions. Yeah. Um, which I, I thought was an interesting way to go about it if you're the type that likes to read that likes to read these things. Um because they're just getting wilder and wilder. The one the one about allowing uh prayer in public schools now is truly some shit from the dark ages. And just just full of outright lies about the the case that it centered on. Um, again, yeah. I encourage you to go listen to Rewire News Group's great podcast, Boom Lawyered, for people smarter than us talking about all that stuff. Um, I mean, I think the the thing that a layman can understand is that like, if you needed more evidence, first of all, fucking shame on you. But if you needed more evidence, like there has never in our lifetime spent any integrity on the right wing. There's very little on the quote left wing either, but <laughs> there has never been a shred um, on, on the right wing. Like, it's just a, like, you know, like, I, especially in the legal profession, I think there's been like, a, you know, lawyers are taught like, oh, there's, there's no politics and this is just different types of reasoning and da, da, da. And it's like, no, they just never have. They have a result and mm -hmm. they are working to enact um, right. They're working this backwards result. Just with, it. yeah. And that's been that way our entire lives. Genuinely shame on you if you couldn't see it. Um, but 
I guess fucking good for you if it's finally occurring to you now. Um, I don't know. Let's, we're not going to find a silver lining to this week, I think. Let's just take a break and come back to some voicemails. Sounds good. And we're back. And you know what, Andrew, the silver lining is? Are the voicemails. That's what we're here to talk about. That's how you know. Oh, fuck. Broke my microphone boom arm. Because I'm trying to recline so hard. I'm trying to make it reach me all the way. Tawny's needs to chill so much that she snapped a mic arm. (laughs) I'm tearing apart my studio so that I can. Clean in half. Chillax. Chill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Let's get off the hard stuff and get to the racism. Yo, is it racist if a person of color, specifically a black man, is confusing me with another Asian coworker? Um, we do not look alike. We have different <laughs> names. Uh, <laughs> just the whole thing is not good. But is it racist? Thank you very much. <laughs> we do not look like we have different names. We are whole ass different men. <laughs> oh man. Um, I am a cartoon. He is live action. (laughs) (laughs) He's dressed in a barrel with two straps over it. I am in a full doctor's outfit. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Oh, (laughs) what did you do right before this, Tony? (laughs) Woke up, made a coffee, sat down. (laughs) So not enough. Morning Looney Tunes. (laughs) Yeah. I wish. No, my my morning Looney Tunes were just my dreams from the night before. (laughs) <laughs> oh. i dream in cartoon and then i wake up bad <laughs> you wake up you dream in cartoon but you wake up in cartoon oh yeah cartoon <laughs> gotta stay tuned <laughs> stay tuned stay tuned stay folks tuned. <laughs> <laughs> um i had a similar uh th- basically this is where uh, something similar ish happened to me this week where i met a- an asian person and they did a thing that if if they were white would be a thousand percent inexcusable uh. and not I guess it's not so so bad, but like they were just like, "You're Chinese, right? I could tell from you know blah blah blah, and it was like, <sighs> Andrew, did they say I could tell from your communist watch that you're wearing? No, I wish okay, because that's not racism, that's a keen eye for a detail. I was I was wearing the capitalist watch. Okay, the well then I'm out of ideas. <laughs> no, I mean, but I was like, uh, I mean, it's all like kind of rooted in the same white supremacy, but it's just hard for me to get the same level of ire mm-hmm. built up. Like I just don't have the head of steam for pushing back. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's that I don't have the energy to like deal with like the how could I be racist? I'm not white. Wait, were they <sighs> a- Asian? Or were they black? Oh, I'm sorry, they're Asian. Uh, yes, and obviously not so, Chinese, but just being like, yeah. hey, I know, yeah. I know about you. Yeah, yeah, that's like, like a different thing, right? I, 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 it is, but it isn't. I mean, it's the same root of the same thing. It's the same root of the thing, which is like this, like, you know, like exoticizing or like, like really putting this emphasis on like Mm. race. 
or nationality. I don't I mean whatever. I, I maybe it's not exactly exactly the same, but it is like the reaction. My reaction's the same, which is like, come on, come on. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think the caller situation is a little bit, it's like the same as in that, like the, the coworkers, um, the reason the coworker is having trouble is like the same pieces of white American culture that create the same, you know, inability to differentiate Asian faces that mm-hmm. uh, Americans all sort of have, relatively mm-hmm. speaking. Um, you know, because you see Asian folks as like in the background or you don't think about them or you don't differentiate them. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a byproduct of white supremacy, but anyone can have it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, what are you going to fucking do? But I also like, you know, it, when when something like that comes from a white person who thinks you're someone else, I just have no, I have no time or energy. Like at this point, they got to know. Just stop telling us that, Stop thinking you know who we are. Just ask Just ask our name. Maybe every time is the answer so that you can avoid this. So for white people, I just have no energy. For a fellow person of color, though, there is an opportunity to just be like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah. you, know, you know this fight. What are we doing? Like, there's a way to kind of level with them, maybe, depending on your relationship, that could be kind of uh, easier than... yeah. I'm going to guess almost by definition they don't have that relationship because... Maybe you can start it here by just being like, bruh, dog. what yeah. are you doing? How many yeah. times has this happened to you, I'm guessing? Yeah. And then they might Give be like, you know what? My bad, my bad. And then you'll be friends. <laughs> Probably that's what's going to happen. I'm working real hard to try and turn around from the front part of this episode. I'm just trying to like, this is my <laughs> Sunday morning toxic positivity. I hope you guys like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that is uh, as close as you can get to a positive outcome. <laughs> so that probably, that's got to, yeah, try the come on approach. Or that might work. You and the coworker just make a pact, st- start trading clothes, dressing like each other, answer to both <laughs> names and just parent trap everybody. Mm-hmm. Just have a that's little fun. That's true. That's true. Just fucking... If they're going to do it anyway, just, just start trap sh- them. showing up to each other's meetings or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a bad option. I mean, come on. You might be able to like tag team it. Somebody needs to go on vacation. You don't want to tell people you're out. You have more PTO than other dude does. You know, you could really Olsen this to your advantage. Yeah. Lohan. At the very least, you can start. You should <laughs> you just start Lohan dressing, <laughs> dressing the same. Uh huh. And and then just see what happens after that. It's a good yeah. move. Sister, sister, your way into some uh, some creative mm-hmm. work life balance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. If one of you just does double the work every other day, I know technically you're kind of doing the same amount, but but it's like. It's like long shift, you know, it's a four-day work week, mm-hmm. you know? Two-day two work week, if two you do Two-day right. work week. Fuck, man. We need to start a podcast that's just about how to parent trap your way into, so you know, you know what I'm trying to say. We can, I think we can do it. 
I think we can do it. The more Tawny talks in this episode, the more I'm less and less convinced she didn't watch like cartoons and a bunch of kids shows like the Disney Channel. You think I had time to watch anything other than the back of my eyelids, then the All right, just knock out a quick sister, sister. (laughs) I watched my computer boot up and then I watched both of your faces start the podcast. That's what I watched today. (laughs) That's... Yeah, that makes sense. This is all, this is all make it, you know, this explains why we are like what we are right now. I'm waving (laughs) around a little USB dongle. Everyone's losing it. Everyone's fucking losing it. Like it's your Disney Um, wand. (laughs) Ooh. This is a cartoon heavy show. Yeah. I'm here. Um, Speaking of, check out Dale Dudes. Yeah, speaking of cartoons, here's a little another midstream promo. Um, uh, was it the first episode dropped yeah. of Dale Dudes? Uh, me and Matt Abadaka stretching, making truly making um, soup from the thinnest of broths. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was good. Doing, I didn't even watch doing, the stuff, but doing I was commentary along. over seven minutes at a time of uh, Chippendale Park life on. Disney Plus, go to suboptimalpods.com to buy your uh, tickets uh, for tour well, for our live shows, but also <laughs> we're going to all the way in to the suboptimal bundle. Um, I don't know. Three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three three eight nine. Race call in. Let's hear another voicemail. Here we go. Hi, Andrew Tony and guest. I'm a white guy. I lived in South America for about a year and a half. This will get relevant. Uh, I've noticed that especially white people on both sides of the aisle tend to use Hispanic or Latin American as a placeholder for person of color to the point that white celeb or that celebrities like Anna Taylor Joy confuse them because they're a white person and Latin American. Um, having lived in South America, that's weird because there are a lot of white Latin Americans. There's also a lot of black Afro-Americans and Asian and mixed and native. So, I guess why this bothers me is that the implicit idea in their head that south of the border means person of color kind of implicitly kind of implies that for them north of the border means white. Um, Am I overthinking this? Are they telling on themselves? Should I find more productive things to even think about? Anyway, love the show. Thanks. Bye. I don't know if you have to find more productive things to think about. Is there is there anything more productive than this? I can't. Um, this sounds like one of those things that's like you're that this is a white person who lived down there and is like this is something I see very clearly and no one else seems to see it clearly. So you're probably the person who should be thinking about it and telling your friends about it and pointing out when people do it incorrectly because yeah. you have you have more firsthand experience than the people here who are messing it up. And yeah, I hear this all the time. People people not understanding that Latin American is a, I don't know the right term, but it's a br- more broad cultural Amer- cultural term than it is just racially yeah. linked. So. Yeah. But, right. And, and there's this sort of implicit, um, I, 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 it absolutely is like the white supremacy of America. But also it's just like, Oh, what you thought the conquistadors just stopped at the Rio Grande River? Like, the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, you know, they didn't give a shit about the border, the present day borders of, you know, mm. uh, in their 
whatever. They're fucking lust for power and murder, I guess, is the best way to say it. Resources, pillaging, I don't know. And even um, peeling back a layer, there's plenty of Americans who just just think Spanish speaking equals person of color. And yeah. They don't they fundamentally don't understand that Spain is yeah. in Europe. Spain is in Europe, yeah. Hardcore Europe. <laughs> Spain is original Europe. <laughs> yeah. Spain is the most Europe as far as this shit goes. Um you know, but I guess it's like, yeah, it, 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 I mean, that was like the thing, even with like this fucking Pope, right? Like he's like a white dude, but he's from Argentina. And then it's like, Ooh, Latino Pope. It's like, nope, nope. A lot of whites um, in Argentina. A lot yeah. of whites. A lot of the, a lot of the worst of them, if you know what I'm saying. Talking about Nazis, folks. Oh, you're talking um, about all those little Nazi towns in Argentina? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess it's like like a thing where there has to be probably, well, okay, here's, I don't know why I'm going to go down the and try to justify some of the bigots line of thought. Hell yeah, but, cartoon Andrew, rise up. <laughs> yeah. Um... I mean, we're also living in a time where, like, the people who are most racist against, you know, I'm going to just use the phrase that we have uh, because it's like, even though we've just said it's inaccurate, Latinx folks, it's like, there is no, like, what, in what world is this nuanced conversation useful, I guess? Mm. Um, I guess it's only useful in the, it's the same way the, the racists are like, oh, people are mad, like people who, who call Elon Musk an African-American, mm. you know, it's, it's sort of the same thing. Like, oh, well, I love Anya Taylor-Joy. How can I be racist? I love a Latina. I guess it takes away some of that rhetorical power. I guess the other side of it is how much rhetorical power really is there in that right. fucking pathetic word game. Um so I, I guess that would be the main reason to have this argument in a sort of practical sense, I think. Uh, I'm probably going way out on a limb here. But, you know, there there is, from a sort of broad layman's perspective, it just seems like this is a good thing to say, but of limited utility in a practical sense. Right. Like, what racist is going to be like, oh, you got me. <laughs> right. And although yeah. whatever, what racist ever is going to be like, oh, you got me, I guess is the pretty reasonable counterpoint to that. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's not a lot of like, huh? Wow. Yeah. My eyes have been opened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for, thank you for explaining this. Huh? I never thought about it like that, <laughs> that you Negroes are people. <laughs> people huh i've seen the error of my ways uh yeah, yeah. so uh, i think the caller i think that's why the caller was like should i just worry about other shit like yeah i, I mean maybe you should just worry about things that have more practical actionable steps yeah i mean i guess there's some version of it's part and parcel like there's a way that this is an important part of um not yeah, I mean, I guess it's like all things. Like as the caller said, it's like it's because 
America thinks of itself as a white country, even though mm-hmm. our history of c- colonialism is not really different than anything south of us. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure it is quote unquote different, but not so different that, um, you know, there aren't, there, there are, there aren't colonizers from fucking Spain in any, any part of Central America, South America. That's right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, I, it's just like, yes, it's, it's just like unthinkingly parroting the white supremacist idea that America is a white country, but like, it's that level of important, which is like probably not important enough to say as much as I do, at least. Land stolen from indigenous people, systems and buildings and cities built by black people and just full of people from every other place on earth. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite white country. <laughs> yeah. Ruled ruled by a minority of white Christian th- theocrats. So we're doing great. America. Just grasping at straws. Um yeah, love love to live in a white country. Um what <laughs> 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 love this great white land. What uh, <laughs> uh speaking of speaking of white country. Oh, uh, we we're really hitting up. Our tour is really going to a lot of <laughs> some of the whitest, <laughs> whitest places on earth. How do we feel about that? I, you know, what's funny is that when uh, uh, we were presented optional tour cities, it was like there were a bunch of options. And because of me and Andrew's schedule, it was like we could only do stuff on Saturdays. So it just kind of it shook mm-hmm. out. This was the coin. These were the coins that shook out of the pants, you know, like this is yeah. where they ended up going. And I was like. <laughs> Damn, we're really we're really hitting up white America. We really gotta let white the white yeah. cities know that, that we're thinking not about them. Intentional, but boy, is it really coming across? But you know what? It's it's a okay. I'm gonna see some friends in Boston on the 16th. I'm gonna see some friends in Minneapolis on July 30th. I'm gonna see wonderful, dear, amazing friends I haven't seen in in years since pre pandemic. August 20th in Austin. Uh, Brooklyn, you know, we're going to hang out with probably a bunch of people who are on Saturday Night Live. I don't know. (laughs) We're going to have a great time. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm really, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing some of this. I'm doing all of it, but really, I guess I'm not looking forward to the plane travel, but I'm looking forward (laughs) to seeing folks and, and getting, you know, doing, doing some shows. Uh, getting to meet people. Yeah. Been, Do a little meet and greet. Forever. Might have some shirts at some shows if you want to come get a yeah. shirt. Come ask a question. Maybe we'll toss you a shirt. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a summer of fun and pain, and I'm looking forward to it. I'll have coffee. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, I'll be I'll alert. Be caffeinated. All right. We're, this is, listen, this is the episode for today. We're, <laughs> we're saying go to Suboptimal Pods. Go to Trotty Newman, Kevin J. Bartelt, Andrew T., Yo, is this racist? 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Leave your questions. They were, they were nice and weird today. I feel yeah, like this was a good. They fit our vibe, which is good. Um, yeah. Kevin, what do we got coming up in the suboptimal bundle in case people are like, this was fun, but you know what I wish? I wish it was less racism. And I wish I could just hang out with my friends, Tawny and Andrew and Kevin, 
without all the trauma because things are heavy. And that's what our subscription site is for, Suboptimal Pod. So what we got in the bundle coming out? July 11th, a booze hustle. Does that sound correct? <laughs> yeah. If you're fans of our old bundle show, Drink Culture, with me and yeah. uh, wine and spirits expert Kristen, this is, uh, this is the new and updated version of that. This is her show, Booze Hustle, that we're dropping in the bundle. Um, so that comes out on the 11th. Very cool. And we got some more Dale dudes in the hoppers, if you liked mm-hmm. that. Tony and I fun. recorded our music show. That's going to be coming out soon, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a lot Me of fun. Kevin just talking cool indie music. We got some good recs for you. It's yeah. a great time. Always, uh, as always, Yo Can We Live, uh, which is mm-hmm. just us. And this is... It's worth it'll if you're not subscribed, this might be the week to do it because our brains are melty as it is. So we're about to see what happens. Wait to see. You can't wait to see what we say this Friday on Yo Can We Live. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Peace. This is suboptimal.